This is People of the Book with Janice Leibovitz. I am Janice Leibovitz and you are my People of the Book. And I am thrilled to let you know that Chai FM is partnering this year with the Jewish Literary Festival, which is taking place on the 21st of March in Cape Town. And my guests today to tell you all about the festival are the co-chairs, Karen Goodkin and Vanessa Valkin. Welcome to the show. Hi, Janice. Thanks for having us. Vanessa, a word from you. Thank you for having us. It is great to have you here, and it is great for HFM to be partnering with, with JLF23. We are really, really excited, and obviously really exciting to have the show back after a three-year break. Absolutely. The last um, festival, we had to cancel the in-person two days before, which was obviously quite heart-wrenching for all of us who put a lot of time into it, but this time it's happening. It's a one-day extravaganza on Human Rights Day, and um, it's a day jam-packed with sessions. We have, all, we have, unlike previous festivals, we have um, panels, so it's not just straightforward Q&As with one author at a time. People will be talking about, you know, very current topics and where their books intersect with those topics. That is amazing. But let's take a step backwards. Let's let's go back in time a bit. And how did the festival come about? How did this originate? So our first festival was in 2016. Um, and it, it, it came about as an idea that began with the three founders of the festival, uh, Cindy Moritz, Joanne Jal, and Viv Anstey. They had this idea, and along the way, they wrote other people in, and we put the first festival together in 2016. The second was in 2018, and as Vanessa said, the third was about to happen in March 2020 when uh, COVID changed everyone's plans. And that, as you say, was absolutely heart-wrenching, literally two days before it I was mean, made to happen. some of our authors, like even our international authors, had already arrived in Cape Town. Um, it was a very, very difficult decision that we had to make. But in retrospect, it was the right one. Yeah, I mean, I know I had just arrived in Cape Town for it when I received that message. Yeah. So, yes, quite devastating yeah. all around. What is the actual mission statement? I mean, I know this year you said the festival is chicken soup for the mind and soul. What is your mission statement? What do you hope to achieve? What What is the goal of, of having this literary festival? I think we are celebrating that the Jewish community is a people of the book. Today there are, what, 45,000 Jews in South Africa. And in the, within the, in the last four years, um, there are about 55 new books that have come out that are written by South Africans that we're going to have at the festival. And I think that's an extraordinary accomplishment. That is so incredible. Have, yeah, so we want to celebrate our authors and writers. Um, we want a day of interesting discussions. It's also falling on Human Rights Day. So we're honoring that in some of the themes of our sessions. And, um, you know, we are just... Uh, 
showing that we're here and we're doing things and we're thinking and we're writing. It's absolutely amazing. So as you said, it's Human Rights Day. It's a public holiday, which falls on a Tuesday this year. It's, well, basically, I think people make that into a long weekend. It's a perfect opportunity. I mean, I know I don't need an excuse to visit Cape Town. So it's a perfect <laughs> excuse for... Thank you so for having you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, and I was... hope that other Joe Rivers will come down for the weekend. It's a perfect four-day weekend. I don't think there's school on the Monday. So, and, and it really is why we chose that weekend, apart yeah. from it being Human Rights Day. Uh, you know, when we saw that locally Hertzia was closing on that day, um, we thought there's a good chance that King David and the other Jewish schools in Joburg would do the same. And for a change, it would mean that people from Joburg could come down because often the festival is on a Sunday. You know, it has been in the past and that may make it a bit tight. Yeah, so and that's what I was going to say. It's the perfect opportunity for people to make it into a long weekend, to have a break with their families, come down to the festival as well, and to make it an all-round break. It's really an amazing opportunity. Whereabouts is the festival held? It's held at the Hatfield Jewish Community Centre. It's where... Um, Cape Town's oldest, well, second oldest synagogue is the Garden Synagogue is. The Holocaust Museum is there, the Gitlin Library, and the Jewish Museum. And we kind of take over the whole area for the day. And we use different session rooms there. And there's a great uh, restaurant there called Ritava that will be doing catering for us. And and your, pr- your cost obviously includes, I know you say the cost includes... For the ticket price, which is 350 rand for the whole day, yes. you get all the sessions included. There's lunch, there's coffee. It's all included in the price. I mean, it's it's an absolute Correct. steal. Unlike other literary festivals where you have to buy a ticket for each session, which can become quite pricey, we have one flat rate. It's 350 rand for the day. And as you say, it includes five sessions and a plenary session at the end of the day, as well as uh, a lunch bowl and a coffee voucher. So now let's talk about speakers. Let's talk the big names. There's some great and really, really well-known international names coming out. Let's talk about those. Who are these speakers that you've got coming in? Well, we're very excited because Simon Seabag Montefiore, who's a, a well-known British historian and novelist, is our, our guest of honor. He's coming to talk about his latest book called The World, which looks at global history. It's uh, quite an epic of a book, 1400 pages, and he, he's going to talk about, talk about that. Um, we have, um, Dennis Person, who's coming from France. He's, book is called My 30 Minute Bomb Mitzvah, and he's very well known. He's written numerous books too. We've got Louisa Trieger with her book Mad Woman that tells the story of the first female investigative journalist, Nellie Bly. Um, who else is from overseas? We have Michael Myers from Australia. He's written a book about Jewish Olympians. Um, since Jews are not necessarily known as sporting tycoons. So that's, that's quite a nice panel for, you know, if, if 
perhaps the woman in the family is a reader and the man is not necessarily, that's still something that could be a big draw card. And we're excited in that session. Um, it's There's two authors in that session, Peter Lindenberg and this Michael Myerson. And uh, the session is called Going for Gold, Jews in Sport. And it is moderated by the fabulous sports commentator, uh, Tapfuma Makina. That sounds amazing. Um, but let's not forget that obviously we also have a, a huge abundance of incredible local Jewish authors, journalists, local contributors. So let's chat about them because uh, I'm sure yes. there are many who are going to be there. Yes, and we have a, a bunch coming from Johannesburg, actually. Yeah. Um, we, we, we have a large contingent of authors that, thanks to sponsorship, we've been able to bring down. I think we're bringing 18 or 19 authors from Joburg. That's amazing. So let's talk names. Um, we have, um, a, I think what will be quite an exciting um, session called Disruption. And we have um, Stephen Boyke Sidley, who wrote a book called Beyond Bitcoin. He will be chatting with Ronan Ayres, whose recent book Breach has come out. That's about uh, Generation Z and working with a younger generation. And that will be um, hosted by Ryan Munair, who's um, a, a very famous CNBC Bitcoin commentator today. He's based in Cape Town, but he'll be talking to them. We have um, who else from Joburg? We we've got our one of our perennial favourites, Mandy Wiener. Mandy will be in two sessions. She'll be moderating a session called "What the Dead Tell Me" uh, with three Joburg authors, actually Ryan Blumenthal, Anthony Alpika, and Nahama Brody. Wonderful. Uh, so that looks at the sort of forensic side of things. And then Mandy herself with her latest book on um, the Robert Marawa story, she will be on a panel that is moderated by Annika Larson, who most people will know from her stint at ENCA News. Um, and the panel is Mandy Wiener on her book, Joanne Jowell on her book on Zephanie, and Dominique Malherba, who's written a beautiful book called Find, uh, Searching for Sarah. And that panel is all about the, the relationship between the author and the person whose story they are telling. That sounds fascinating. I've actually interviewed quite a few of these people who you've mentioned. I interviewed Ronen is recently about his new book, and it's fascinating. This Gen, Gen Z's or Generation Z, what Ronen, his insight into younger people and what they have to offer is incredible and people need to wake up and take notice. Very interesting. Um, I personally would love to um, hear that panel on what the dead tell us. I've chatted to Ryan Blumenthal on his book Autopsy. It is fascinating. And yeah, I, think, um, I think that's going to be a real... It's uh, going to be a biggie. Yeah, yes. I agree. We also, we also have a lovely session chaired by Adrian Jacobson, who is the new chair of the Cape Jewish Board of Deputies. It's called Mention in the Trenchon. 
and uh, that's paying homage to uh, Jonathan Anser's book, Mention in the Trenchon. And um, it's three women presenters. One very well known to you all in Joburg is Marlene Bethlehem. Oh, absolutely. And her book, To Serve with Love. Also, Batya Bricker from Joburg with her book, Goodnight Golda. And then Karen Kalman from the Union of Jewish Women in Cape Town. She's writing a history of the Union of Jewish Women. So that looks set to be a really interesting look at the role of women leaders in the Jewish community. And that then another, another session we're super excited for is Peter Dirk Ace. We, we're getting him cut from Darling, which is outside Cape Town. He's written a book about his life called Echo of a Noise. And uh, we're going to have him on a session um, with um, Aviva Pelham and Des Lindbergh, other entertainment um, personalities of our history. And they're going to be talking about um, uh, arts and using arts as a way of, um, you know, questioning the status quo. And that is moderated by Joburg's well-loved Gus Silver. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it sounds like you have put together the most incredible program and the most incredible speakers. And um, when when did you actually start working on this? How long has this taken to put together? So our, our partner, our, our book sales partner is the Book Lounge in Cape Town. And Mervyn Sloman, who owns the Book Lounge, always says to us, I can't believe you're already working on JLF. When is the festival? So we do. We, we started, I would say, in the middle of last year. Yes. Seriously thinking about it, getting the date, starting to look around, speak to the publishers, see what books were out there. And then from about September, it was full on, trying to pin down the authors, see who could come, and then put the, the oh, sessions yeah. together. Which is, is a lot of intricate planning. It really yes. is. And it's <laughs> not one day. And then, you know, you don't want one author speaking in two sessions directly after each other, or someone has to leave early, or... Does everyone get on that is in a panel together? Does it does it make sense? Does the book fit in? It's just a lot of planning and planning. Uh, and you know, because we're a Jewish literary festival, there's always going to be the odd horrible between no. we know about. So this person can't moderate that session, then you have to rethink everything. Yeah. But, it's a, it's um, a bit like doing um the seating at a center. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Um, another session that I wanted to mention is um, moderated by Karina Shurek, who is an author but also um, owns Caravan Press, so she's a publisher too. And we've called that session Memory and How We Remember. And we're very excited to have two Joburg authors forming that panel one from Cape Town is Leslie Swartz, who's written a beautiful memoir called How I Lost My Mother. Uh, and we then from Joburg have Prof. Tanya Sakota, who has written a book on using film as a means of recording memories. And 
she has been to Germany, to Poland, to visit some of the darkest sites in our history and and written this book. And then there's Anne Lapidus-Brest, also from Joburg, with her book, When Irish Eyes Are Smiling. And it's also about how she remembers yes. certain parts of her life. So yes, it's, it's, uh, it's when Irish eyes aren't smiling. Are not think, smiling. Yes. Are not smiling, yes. Are not smiling. Yes. So, so, so that also, I think that will be quite uh, a poignant panel. So back to that point on, on, on it being like doing seating at a bar mitzvah. Um, it can't be easy deciding who to invite, who maybe should not be invited or, or may, who to include, who to exclude. How, how do you actually do that? Do you only ask people who've got maybe recent books out? Or have got or are publishing new material currently? Uh, so there's various criteria. If it's an author that we have featured before, then we look to see if they have something new, because we're not going to revisit a book or a topic that, that we've done in a previous festival. Um, if it's an author that's never been with the festival, then we look to see if they have published a work that fits in with one of the topics or themes that we're looking at. And, I mean, in previous years, we did have a lot of self-published. Yes, there's always that dilemma, you know, self-published authors. We've tried, uh, I think we maybe have one at most of of a self-published book, and we sort of make that a cut-off criteria that, you know, have your book published by a publishing house. Um, It's also, it's just a way of of vetting the quality. Sure. Sure, I hear you. So now with all these, these really amazing sounding panels, unfortunately people do have to choose which ones they want to attend. How many session choices are there within each time slot? There are five. Um, so they And then are you are you going to be recording the sessions? Because I know people are always, I don't want to miss it. Um, can I catch a recording so, of it afterwards? You know, Janice, it's a great question, but it's a, it's a financial question. Sure. Um, so we took the decision to put this festival in person only. We will, wherever possible, try and record some sessions, but we're not making that promise because it really does increase the budget. I get that. The aim is that perhaps later in the year, we do something similar to the JLF at home sessions that we did in 2020 when the festival was cancelled. And we do a couple of online sessions, perhaps a series of four sessions over four Thursday evenings or something like that. But we um, we had to make the difficult decision to to make this primarily an in-person festival. Which um, is even more encouragement for people to travel down to yeah. the festival if they're not actually in Cape Town 
and available and on the day. We have like if someone wants to book a hotel, we do have a discount through the new Mark hotels, and people can get like ten percent off their hotel stay that weekend. Yes, and you need to look at the JLF Instagram page and the Facebook page to see which hotels those are. They are part of the Newmark group, and there's there's a few of them all dotted around Cape Town, um, not too far from the actual venue itself. So take a look there. I know that in recent years you ran a children's program throughout the day. Are you going to be doing that again this year? Not this year, unfortunately. It, it was never that well attended, and yet it took up a lot of space and required a lot of volunteers. So, again, it was a difficult decision, but we've decided just to focus on the adults this year. Although I think for teenagers, we certainly oh, yes, encourage sorry. students from Hertzia to come and parents to send their children because there's so much to learn. I mean, uh, um, schools are encouraging reading, and here you've got the authors themselves. It's, there's nothing that can excite um, young people into reading more, I think, than actually meeting people who've written the book. And some of our volunteers on the day are Hertzia students who will get some community time from being there, so we hope they get into the festival while being there. Yeah, it is definitely uh, suitable for young adults. Yeah. I would say almost every panel yes, absolutely. is suitable for young adults, yeah. but we're just not having a program for young children. Okay. And on that point, the, the entire festival is basically volunteer run. I mean, all the organizers are volunteers. On the day, it's entirely run by volunteers. Do you, though, you do have an event company that actually runs the event, that puts it together? Yes. So we, from the logistics side, we are very happy to be working with Raquel Zuckerman, who's a Cape Town events person. It's her first time working on the festival. So she is, um, in a way, an outside contractor that we bring in. Um, but otherwise, every other person associated with putting the festival together is is a volunteer. Yeah, we do it for the love of, the, of, of books and reading. And my daughter keeps saying, Mommy, why are you working so hard for free? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I think that if if you you don't love books and you don't love reading, you just don't get it. <laughs> no, and I think we also have working together. The programming team have worked together for a long time now. People do, and so you know, it's also about the camaraderie of the women involved. It is. We, our 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 core programming team happens to be all female. Our treasurer is male. Thank you, Gary Anstey. But our full <laughs> programming team is is Vanessa and and me, and then um, Janine Rogers from the Gitlin Library, uh, Joanne Jowl, who's an author herself, and Beryl Eichenberger, who, uh, you know, Joanne and Beryl have been with the festival from the very start. So it is, it, it, it's, and it's, it's lovely to see how it unfolds. And also, I must say, to, to work with the authors and to yeah. liaise with the authors it's is lovely. also really exciting. Yeah, it's a privilege. And it really is a labor of love. Yes. And to see it all come together 
I think the reward just far surpasses anything that you could uh, receive in in monetary uh, payback. Totally. I mean, last week when we completed the big board with all the different colored post-its to become an actual slotted program, it's a it's a really great feeling. Yes. It really is. So I'm just, I think it's exciting that this is finally coming together after a three year break. I think we've, we've seen so many things that have fallen by the wayside that people have kept saying, Oh, we'll, we'll be coming back. We'll be coming back. And things just don't happen to have this happening after this three year break is amazing. And you know, kudos to all of you for putting this together. There is a pop up bookshop on the day as well. I just want to say that that this is not, I mean, we've just said you're all volunteers. Nobody's making a fast buck out of this, but it's not a profit-making festival. You don't do this. You don't do, nobody is doing this to make a profit. No, we rely on donations to run the festival and um, ticket prices. So that's, you know, uh, we're not, we don't make any money. At the no, end we're just looking to, to cover the costs. and cover all the costs. Yeah. And I think it's it's also, like you said earlier, it's about bringing the community together as well. Well, that's, you know, that's a very good point. And perhaps bringing some people into the tent of the community that, that wouldn't, that wouldn't yeah. normally. Um, and, and also, it's, we partner with so many of the local Jewish organizations in Cape Town, and we're thrilled to be partnering with High FM to extend our reach to Joburg, uh, that it really kind of brings the community together in that way as well for the organizations to work together. And I think that's important because, I mean, I'm sure I don't need to remind you that there are, we are losing so many of our community to immigration and people are leaving at a rapid rate and we need to do whatever we can to bring us all closer together, whether it's within a city or whether it's, you know, nationally, we can all come together for an event like this. And I mean, to do it for the love of, of books and for the love of reading and anything literary is a perfect excuse in, in my opinion. Yes. I mean, we'd really love to encourage your listeners to, to come down and, and experience it. You know, it, it is different from other literary festivals in the, in the vibe of community that's there, which is not to say we only have Jewish authors or moderators, not at all. Uh, the content that's discussed all has either the author themselves was Jewish or the content uh, touches on Jewish issues, but we bring a wide range of, of moderators we try and look for the best person. So like I mentioned, um, Tapuma Makina, we've also got Haji Mohammed Dauji, who is moderating a panel on otherness and the relationship between minority and majority identities with two beautiful books. The one is Leslie Swartz's that we spoke about before, because Leslie mentions in that book about the role of the carer in the home of the person that they're caring for. And the other book is by Vanya Gastro, which is a book about the Somali shopkeepers and that particular role that they occupy within a wider community. 
And, yeah. and you mentioned the uncertainty of, um, you know, the, of the future and how people are immigrating. We, we even trying to address that. We've got a, a session called essay, What Next? We have Colin Coleman, who's a political advisor and businessman, um, chatting with um, Tony Dion, former founder of the Democratic Alliance. Um, Tony wrote a book recently called Future Tense, and they're going to be looking at the ANC and where it's going from here. So we are, we are um, I think that session will be really interesting. Maybe we'll get some answers. And, and a fun session, because interestingly, when putting together a festival like this, I am primarily a fiction reader. But um, in putting together a festival like this, you realize that there are far more nonfiction books that fit our criteria. So one uh, slightly lighter fiction panel is uh, two Johannesburg authors, Gail Schimmel and Kate Sidley, who write as Katie Gale, and their topic is Murder They Wrote, and they'll be talking to Hedy Lampett. And their, their books, they, they write, their Katie Gale books are what is called uh, Cozy Crime, Cozy Mystery and yeah. Cozy Crime, yes. So, and their books are, <laughs> yes, so those are great. And, and you're quite right, Karen, because the, the, there's such a high percentage of the books published in South Africa that are non-fiction. For some reason, people just gobble those up. And I also prefer fiction, but I do know that there is so much non-fiction that is written here. But and I'm so pleased that a session like that has been included. But there really is something for everyone. And it, it sounds like, you know, all, you know, all the bases are being covered here, which is amazing. Yes. We we do look at that, the relationship between fiction and nonfiction in a panel called Facing Fact Through Fiction. And uh, Beryl Eichenberger, our very own Beryl from the festival, will be talking to Beverly Lester, Hedy Lampett and Angela Rothbart, who have all written novels, but with uh, that are based on a, a real life story. No, Angela, I know Angela's book in particular is is a beautiful book that she's based um, on, I think, family history. So that yes. yeah, it's it's very interesting, and I know um, it's something we talk about often at. The, the Johannesburg Holocaust and Genocide Center books that, you know, their byline is based on a true story and what, how much fact is actually to be found in those stories. We talk about that a lot. And, you know, another, another session that I think will have an appeal is called Sex Ed. What's the deal with straight dudes? Um, uh, Dr. Paula Bromovitz has written a book called Sex Ed. That's what it's called. And it's really exploring male sexuality and how, how it plays out in a relationship. So that might be an appealing session for men and women. Interesting. <laughs> yes, indeed. We, we really do have something for everyone. You here. really do. For the military buffs. We've got uh, two, we've got one session called War Talk, Jews in the Military, and that's based on Adam Mendelssohn's book, and he will be talking to High FM's Benji Shulman. Well, I know that Benji is looking forward to, to interviewing 
a number of the, the authors who will be in attendance at the festival. So am I. And hopefully we can get a few more of our HIFM presenters involved interviewing some of the authors attending the festival in the upcoming weeks just to give everyone a taste of what is to come and hopefully to get them interested in the festival. And with that, I think we are out of time, unfortunately. But thank you so much to Karen Goodkin and Vanessa Valken, co-chairs of the Jewish Literary Festival for 2023. And as we said earlier, Chaifim are thrilled to be partners with JLF 2023, which is being held this year on Human Rights Day, 21st of March at the Jewish Centre in Cape Town. And we look forward to seeing you there. Thank you so much for being on the show and for giving me your time, Karen and Vanessa. Thank you so much. Thank you, Janet. You've been listening to People of the Book. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other. And it doesn't matter what you read, but please do read a book.